That's where the name of the show comes from. And I've decided to make it somewhat of a tradition, seeing as how we just, I guess it was last week when I missed a show, uh, that would have been the one-year anniversary of the show proper. Uh, So I think I'm going to play that song to open up the show every year when it's the anniversary. I'm not going to, as much as I love that song, I'm not going to play it more than that it's for special occasions only so yeah scream culture my good pal zach coons and morgan garrett uh and yeah it's on Bandcamp. you can grab it on there you can check out the whole album the whole album's good so yeah i'm your old pal rory here for another week at oh man.net what do i have for you well past week or two I've been digging up a lot of stuff on Bandcamp in Australia and the UK. I'm still kind of going through both countries, so you know, it's like my UK finds right now are kind of limited to London. My my Australia finds are a little more all over the map, though. Um, so yeah, there'll be a lot of Bandcamp stuff from those places, along with some others. Uh, and I have a whole set of songs pertaining to financial hardship to come about halfway through the show, a bit after halfway, I guess. And, uh, of course, we'll be joined by the aforementioned Zach Coons for his weekly radio segment. Here, I'm allowed, and he tells me that he has a a very good anecdote, which is an update of sorts from, uh, I guess it was the last show, which was two weeks ago. It's so weird how it seems like a long time ago when, when I miss a show, but it's only like, I've never missed more than one week at a time. It's never been like two or three weeks or anything. So anyhow, um, I guess that's it. You know, what else can you expect? I live in the Czech Republic. I love it here, but it's one of the worst places in the world for COVID right now. So there's no expectation of anything in terms of like special visitors for, I don't know, co-host purposes or interviews or anything like that here. Uh, no shows to talk about uh, that I can actually think will happen. Um, you know, it's just little old me here. I guess it's better than nothing. I guess. So anyway, I'll tell you one thing. I'll stop talking and I'll get to some music because that's probably much more enjoyable than me. I'm going to play something by Slag Queens. Actually, they're one of the Australia finds. The song is called Flowers. This came out on You Can't Go Out Like That, put out in 2019 by Rough Skies.
listen, I've got to give a, a clue here now. I don't want any more bullshit any time during the day from anyone. That includes me.
Questioning that came out in 1957 on Dot as a single. Uh, what else? Sex Wing before that. La Rico Nada from Type 2. They put that out last year on Rocket. I guess they're kind of a UK find for me, but I'd known about those guys for a while. I just didn't realize that song was so cool. Just like kind of an early Swans vibe, but not at the same time. Uh, what else? Babone from uh, here in Prague, actually. They just put out their new uh, self-titled EP through Stone to Death. It was like a couple of days ago that came out. So, yeah, you can check it out on the either uh, either the Stone to Death Bandcamp page or their own Bandcamp page. Your choice. Also, the Poppy family, before that, Beyond the Clouds, from a 1968 London record single. And started it with Slag Queen's Flowers from You Can't Go On Like That, put out in 2019 by Rough Skies. I was just checking the statistics to see who, if anybody, is listening to the show. And, yeah, you know, there's usually a few people. Uh, it was really strange today, to, though. It's showing me that somebody has been connected for two days in Germany, so... I hope that person is still alive. I hope they haven't, like, died while they're listening to the show and then it's just streaming in their apartment or whatever for 
a corpse, essentially. Who knows? Uh, maybe it's something much less sinister. Maybe they opened it up and then immediately muted it and left their computer on and it's just kind of running and they forgot. I'm going to assume that's what it is. Otherwise, hello to this person in Germany who has certainly broken a record for the longest listening session uh, at uh, at aman.net anyway. So, yeah, I guess speaking of Germany, I'm going to play something by the Leipzig-based Mara Dare. Uh, they just put out a brand new record themselves. They self-released it. Uh, I really like this song. It's my favorite. I've listened to this album a whole bunch since it came out. Uh, Say Kosh, and the name of the record itself is Puissance Cat, I guess, if you're going to pronounce it in French, which means power for. Power for. Power for. Power for. Yep, thanks, Google Translate. Always there when I need you. So, yeah, I'll get into that in a second. And, uh, you know, more music after that until I come back. That's how it goes around here.
c'est là où c'est caché, c'est pas là où je t'ai mis la dernière fois, c'est caché, c'est pas là, c'est là où c'est caché, c'est pas là où je t'ai mis la dernière fois. Make yourself a drink, baby. No, thanks, Dutch. Who are you, and how did you get in here? I'm a locksmith. And I'm a locksmith.
mich wirklich sehr. Doch ich hab es mit ihm schwer. Komm ich When my Peter Boza is, when my Peter is angry, from 1966, put out by Amiga Records in East Germany on a single. Also heard before that, I'm being good with sustainable transparency, taken from a constellation of bad ideas put out in 2019 by Ian Chubb. Before that, Omen of Berlin. You don't know why comes from the album Parole. Parole, put out in 2019 by Outer Reaches and to start Marauder Sekash from this year's self-released Puissance Cat. I think I really butchered the pronunciation of the album title earlier, but hopefully you didn't catch that. I don't know. I got a whole set of songs to come up. I got, what is it, six, set, six songs or something here? Uh, and then that will take us right up to the top of the hour so that we can talk, or I can talk, and you can listen to Mr. Coons for I'm Allowed. And then it's the promised financial hardship set, which I get a kick out of listening to, but I don't wish that on anybody. It stinks. I think everybody knows that. So that's all I got to say. This next song is by Mess called Green Capsicum. This came out last year as part of their Demo 2 self-released at their Bandcamp page, messband.bandcamp.com. And as I always do, I'll post the playlist, the Bandcamp links, and some other junk at awman.net once the show wraps up. So don't you worry. 
It'll be there just for you.
force a smile and say it's all right. Oh, back the tears just a little while and try to wave I'm out of your sight. Somebody, please say something for me. Tell a joke, let's laugh it up.
si tout le monde vivait tout nu On poursuivrait ceux qui s'habillent On les ferait vite enfermer Pour savoir ce qu'ils peuvent cacher Et là, 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 Que de ceci, ça doit leur faire passer le temps. Moi, pour ceux qui aiment des ceci, je n'en ai vu que dans les champs. Et là, 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 là. Si la liberté s'achetait, beaucoup la feraient fructifier. Et ensuite, ils la revendraient en criant Vive la liberté! Singulier. Il y en a un qui m'aime bien, mais il habite à l'Elysée. Quand on trouvera la lotion qui fait repousser les cheveux, et qu'un chauve passera dans la rue, les gens lui cracheront dessus. Vous direz de moi, elle chante comme une vraie gamelle parce que sort une avocade.
This Shit Does Not Concern You, put up 2018. Also heard Adele, a la 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 la, from the 1966 four-song EP on a 7-inch, put up by Barclay. Then it was S, spelled E-S. The song is called Foundation. It's from Less of Everything. They put that out in 2020 through the Upset the Rhythm label. Uh, before that, Tola Freud, uh, say Curieux from La Verdote. I probably didn't pronounce any of those words properly. That came out last year too through Le Truc Mechanique. Also heard Shelb or Shab Woolly, sorry, somebody please say something funny from a 1962 MGM 7 inch single. And started with Mess Green Capsicum from their Demo 2 put out last year. And you hear that music? Of course you do. And that means it's time to call my friend and yours, Mr. Zach Coons. I hope I keep my mailman called Mr. Mac away from Zach. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on there, big guy? You're quiet today. There we go. I had to really turn the, the music down. Are you are you on like a speakerphone or something? Uh, no, I'm not. Oh, okay. No, you're just like hardly even there. But... Is, it, is this better? Yeah, that, that seems better. I'll see if I can screw around some stuff here. I did have away from my mouth a little bit. Okay. Fortunately, I was screaming, too. That, that... <laughs> <laughs> probably good that it was so low. I was screaming my goddamn head off. Yeah. Is there anybody else in the house with you, or are the windows open? Uh, no and no. Okay. Sometimes I have the windows up when I yell and stuff here for the show. People must think I'm a fucking weirdo, which is true, but maybe they think I'm more of a weirdo than I really am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think if people thought I was a weirdo because I screamed, they would pro- they would think I was a weird, weird, a less of a weirdo than what I probably really am. <laughs> if that's the reason they think I'm a, a weirdo, wait. Wait till they get into the, my 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 inner world. <laughs> that's uh, that's what's where the real real strange stuff happens. Yeah, that's just the icing on the cake. I'm just getting started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 
that too, exactly. <laughs> so what's going on in the uh, Chronicles of Coons? Uh, well, as you know, I've been working a lot, but uh, had, a, had a wild encounter this week. It was actually last Sunday. Um, as I think I've now mentioned on this show twice, <laughs> I, I maced this fellow uh, a couple of weeks back. Uh, and for anybody and who had, never caught I, the earlier installments, it was for a good reason. He was actually seeming pretty violent or towards a tendency to be violent or something. Exactly. Yeah. He, well, yeah. So just a, a, a quick recap is, yeah, he was, uh, he had, he had been like yelling at me for two weeks and was like, was coming directly at me. And I asked him to stop twice and he didn't. So yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't amazing for fun. I didn't, uh, I didn't get any enjoyment out of it. Yeah. But anyway, so I, I had been, um, uh, I, I, I pass this guy every single day because he's always on the street. You know, I think he's on, he's just like on some kind of stimulant drug. And so he's just like constantly walking around, like, I think kind of talking to himself. And he, I see him yell at other people. I thought, first, I thought, well, he's just yelling at me. But then it's like, I'll walk him going down the street. I'll see him walking down the street, street, and he'll just yell at kids in yards and stuff. And so this guy's just not a, not a. Uh, I mean, he's, he's mentally ill, you know. Like it's, it's partly. I'd, I'd say partly. It's at least partly. It's out of his hands, um, you know. So you, I do actually kind of. I do feel bad for the guy. It's terrible to live like that. But. You know, he, he, he it appears that he just goes around all day just screaming at people, essentially. Like, walking around screaming at anybody who's outside. That's a terrible way to live in this world, you know, like, both for the screamer, but especially for the people getting screamed at, because all they're doing is just, like, standing outside trying to enjoy their day, you know? For the screamies. Yeah. The <laughs> um, screamies, yeah. <laughs> I'm usually the screamer. <laughs> Uh, but in this situation, I'm the screamy, not screaming to people like uh, um, trying to make them feel badly, though, like he does. Um, anyway, I passed him a few times since I'd maced him, and he, he didn't have anything to say to me. Uh, and, yeah, like I said, a few on la last Sunday, he uh, he um, I he I saw him from across the street, and he started screaming at me from across the street. And I did what I always do with him. I just ignore him. You know, I don't, I've, I've never screamed back at this guy. I've never said a cross word to him. Even after I maced him, I didn't say anything. I just, I asked him to stop. When he didn't stop, I maced him, and I just kept right along. So, yeah. He so from across the street, he he started screaming at me from across the street, just like cross the street in into traffic, basically to come over. <laughs> I, I did. Yeah, I right yelled there. at him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just yelled at him, stop, stop coming toward me. And uh, I actually had forgotten my, it was, uh, it's, it was a little warmer on Sunday. It was in the, it was warmer. And, um, so I didn't, uh, it's hard for me to fit the mace in my pocket. And I, I kind of thought, well, you know, I passed him a few times, so it's probably not as big a deal. 
he probably learned his lesson. But so I didn't have the mace with me, and he kept coming toward me. And the only thing I had, like, I did have a kombucha, but I was drinking a bottle of kombucha, so I had that in my hand. And I was like, as he was coming toward me, I was yelling at him, "Stop, buddy, stop!" And he was just—he wasn't running, but he was moving toward me pretty quickly. So when he got within like four or five feet of me, I, I pulled the, I reared back to throw the kombucha bottle and hit him in the face with it. And he like did this kind of like stutter stop and he slipped. There was still, even though it's warm there, we have like ice and snow for weeks and weeks. So there was a little bit of ice. I think that's what he slipped on. He might, I don't know. He might've just been like moving really quickly. He might just have bad balance, but he slipped and fell on the, he like slipped and fell on the ground. (laughs) <laughs> and he was getting on his hands and knees to try and get up. And as he was doing that, I just I thought, all right, this is it. You know, if he gets up, it's it's going to be a lot worse than what it is now. So I just ran, to, I just like ran toward him and kicked him in the ribs as hard as I possibly could. It was like one of those things you kind of see in a movie. Like I I I I, I kicked him so hard he actually came off of the ground. And he was in like the perfect pose. It's like in kind of like the cat cow pose in, in, in yoga with his with his hands with on his knees with his hands on the on the ground to try and get himself up you know standing up and when I kicked him I felt this crack you know just this like his bones just gave way in his ribs I, I think it was his ribs anyway and uh, I at that point I had like I lost control of myself a little bit so I gave him one more just giant kick in the in the ribs and uh definitely had lost my temper a bit at that point because this has all been building up over like i said building up over weeks and uh and he you know he was like laying on the ground and, and coughing right next right behind this car fortunately out of the street anyway but behind this car that was parked on the street and uh yeah, I, I just lost my temper, and I got really, I, you know, I, at first I, I asked him, you know, you, you had enough, you want to get up? <laughs> and, uh, you know, he didn't, he didn't say anything at all. He was just, like, moaning, basically moaning with pain. And uh, and uh, I, I got really close to him, and I, I told him that the next time I see him, he had better cross the street, or I'm going to smash him in the face next time. <laughs> and uh, haven't seen him since then. But I think if, if anybody's ever had their ribs broken, and I, I think I, 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 I think that's probably what happened because I was wearing I, I was also wearing steel toe boots, so yeah, you know what I, it wasn't just like a tennis shoe kick; it was it was a kick with steel toe boots, and uh, so yeah, then I just walked off and. Yeah, like I said, I haven't seen him since. But yeah, I mean, you had kind of waiting for that do. day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's terrible to like, you know, I'm just like walking around for exercise, and, and I'm really like that's when I'm most creative, and uh, so I'm really just trying to like walk around and shake ideas loose and. And, uh, you know, I don't know, get at, get some exercise, get, be out in the, in the air. And it's, it's terrible to act like there are other characters. I mean, the neighborhood I live in, 
as I've mentioned, it's kind of a rough neighborhood. So there are other characters that are just kind of unsavory, but who cares? You know, as long as they're not trying to attack me, I, I yeah, as long they're, as they're yelling not yelling at me or, or yeah, as long as they're not hostile, who, who, I I don't care at all that they're, you know, as long as they're not physically hostile. There are definitely people that are like yelling at me. I had this guy. I gave this guy ten bucks the other day, and he kept following me down the city blocks, like. A, like two city blocks just like following after me because he saw a 20 in, in my billfold when I pulled out the, the 10 to give it to him. Man alive. That's and, awful. Uh, give something to the yeah, guy and you don't have kept, to and then he's just like chasing after you for more. That's terrible. Yeah, it's, it's fucking terrible. And I mean, I know it's probably, you know, he's probably, he's probably got some kind of addiction issue and you know, needs the money for that. But I mean, most people don't give any, don't give people anything. They just walk by them. And I, you know, I try not to do that. I've been doing, I've been doing this thing where I'll like, uh, I've been like making, uh, peanut butter and uh, jelly sandwiches and just putting them in my, taking a backpack with me and giving, giving that, you know, putting them in like aluminum foil and handing those out as I, as I go by past people. Cause I, I, I do feel terrible. You know, it's like, Especially in the, I mean, any, any time of the year, but particularly in the winter, it's terrible to be out in the elements all the time. Like I feel terrible for someone that has to experience that, and and, and I'm happy to help if I, you know, in any way I can. But yeah, it's like ten bucks is, is a pretty, you know, most people just give change and not like toot my own horn. That is insane. Like ten bucks is a is not a small amount of money to give to someone. And, uh, yeah, he just, like, followed me down two two blocks, like, screaming after me. I said, man, I need 20. I told you 20. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not going to give it to you. I gave you $10, my man. That's, that's all you're getting from me today, and you're never getting anything else from me again. Yeah. Because I'd, I'd given this guy money before. Uh, you know? Like I said, if I'm out and I've got money, I just... Give it away, you know. I can, I can, I can, I can be generous with people. I like to be generous with people and help people. But yeah, this it's like it's it's just it's it's drugs, you know. Yeah. It's it's drugs and mental illness. They just they, they destroy people. They terrible terrible forces in this world. And yeah, it's uh, dark stuff. people just people just fall through the cracks in this country. You know, like I, I have people in my, I have people in my family that have addiction issues and they just, they just fall into the, 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 the cracks in this country. Cause there's not, a, there's not, especially if you don't have the financial means, there isn't great treatment to, you know, to, to try and get better. I don't think that, I actually don't think that the treatment systems we have for people with, with mental health, with uh, addiction issues, I mean, which is a mental health issue. I don't. I don't think those are very good. On top of it all, you know, there's like shitty programs like AA that makes that for that work for some people. I shouldn't say that it's terrible for everyone, but I, I don't think standing up in front of a group of people saying you're an alcoholic for the rest of your life is probably very good for your self-esteem. I, I went. I went a few times when I first stopped stopped drinking. I was like, man, I don't know. This is pretty gruesome. I don't want to. I don't see how this is helpful for me at all to like 
stand in front of a group of people and debase myself and and like say I say I'm an alcoholic. I'm, I'm you know I'm trying to not be an alcoholic, so that's not really helpful for me. I think it, it does help for some people, though. I would say. And then like a lot of I was I was I listened to this really interesting uh, podcast about um, uh, a rehab group that and and this is really prevalent in the U.S. Maybe other places too, but. It's a, a rehab facility that, that forces their the people that are in the rehab facility to work for no money. And the, cor- and the corporation that they work for that ostensibly offers them the rehab gets all, gets all the money that they, they make, you know, and, and become really quite wealthy on the, on the money they get from these people. And they don't offer them any, or they offer them really minimal uh like counseling or, or, you know, mental health care. And they're just like working them like a dog 70 or 80 hours. That's a pretty prevalent treatment uh, option in this country. And uh, that's like, man, no wonder people don't get better. Yeah, it's like you got to work that many hours and not get paid for it. It's like you want to drink or, you know, do some sort of substance or whatever to just unwind and not feel absolutely terrible <laughs> just escape from that for a little yeah. bit <laughs> yeah i mean that's probably you know it's like it's a squalor of everyday life it's a squalor of late states capitalism is probably pushing people into addiction anyway <laughs> and then they're like they try and get help from it and then you know they're just like jammed in their face how how incredibly uh corrosive uh, our uh, and uh and unjust and uh you know topsy-turvy that that are that our society and our civil the way uh, the ways in which our society and civilization are set up and uh yeah you know i don't know it's just i i I don't i think it'd be really hard for a person to get better doing you know getting up to all that and you know I don't know. It's like something I think about a lot, I guess. Yep, it's pretty mixed up. I'll give it that. But yeah, um, yeah, it's... we're getting uh, just past the sixteen-minute mark here. Question for you: What's what's the plan for today yeah. after we finish up here? Well, I'm actually uh, I'm uh, I, I'm I'm meeting someone who. I'm supposed to meet someone, and uh, we're going to go out for to, to look for uh, fossils and have a picnic. That's the that's the plan. Although I haven't heard from her today, so maybe that won't happen. I mean, or or maybe I'll do it by myself. Who knows? Um, but I've been I've been going out and looking for. Uh, it's starting to get warmer warmer here, and it's been really rainy. So I've been going out and looking for uh, like like foraging for wild mushrooms. So I'll probably be. One way or the other, I, that's what I'll be doing today. I've, I've found I found some pretty good, pretty tasty wild mushrooms this year uh, already. So oh, that's, good. that's that's kind of my that's kind of my plan. Nice. Well, I wish you the best of luck with mushrooms and fossil finding. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. It's uh, a thrill as always to talk to you. Thanks for. Thanks for bringing me on. Thanks for putting all this together. Oh, yeah. 
Glad to have you on. I mean, this is officially or unofficially. I don't know which one it would be, actually. <laughs> uh, the one-year show. So thanks for being here for a whole year. And here's to many more. Hopefully. Hey, here's the many more. Yeah. Here's the many more years of nonsense. <laughs> yeah, as many as we can muster until we uh, kick the bucket. <laughs> as long as we can stay alive. Yeah, let's, let's, keep this, let's keep this nonsense flowing. Yep, that is the plan. I got a whole set of songs next uh, about financial hardship, and uh, I'm going to play one by good old Dick Nolan. Uh, you should check this one out. I don't know if you heard it before. It's called Running Bills, but it's it's a pretty dark one. Running, running bills? Yeah, running bills, as in it's, well, he talks about in the song he's trying to run away from his bills that are kind of running up, so to speak. Oh, God. Yeah, he doesn't know when <laughs> he's going to be able to go back Just home. Just the way I like him. Yep, <laughs> it's a nice, nice dark one. Have you have you listened to the Have you listened to the new uh, Nick Cave album? I haven't. Like, actually. Fans, I know you're. I know you're a Nick Cave fan. Yeah, I haven't. Fan. I haven't checked that. I got to tell you, I yeah, I got to tell you, I really love it. I've listened to it three or four times. Huh. Okay. It's kind of it kind of harkens back to some of the uh, some of the more like. I mean, it's it's just he, it's just he and Warren Ellis, but it has like it's kind of like it has like this the really menacing electronic pulsing electronics of suicide, and but with like with like a a really terrifying like Shostakovich type string section thrown in there, you know, <laughs> it's it's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I'll uh, I'll check that the, out. The best one of his in a while. Yeah. Yep. All right, my friend. Well, uh, thanks for having me on. I'll be seeing you. Okay, pal. I'll be seeing you. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Don't turn your back on Zach. Watch out for Zach.
this morning Aching with pain Don't think I can work But I'll try The car's in the shop So I thumbed all the way know about that, but I do know ain't nobody ever accomplished anything by being caught up in self-pity. That's not what I'm about, and that's not what I want you to be about.
before I trust no one will cry.
With his wife and five children and his cabin broken down He looked for work and money and he walked a ragged mile You looked for work and money and you walked a ragged mile Your children are so hungry that they don't know how to smile Your baby's eyes look crazy, they're a-tugging at your sleeve Your baby's eyes look crazy, they're a-tugging at your sleeve You walk the floor and wonder why with every breath you breathe The rats that got your flower, bad blood it got your mare The rats that got your flower, bad blood it got your mare If there's anyone that knows, is there anyone that cares? He prayed to the Lord above, oh, please send you a friend. He prayed to the Lord above, oh, please send you a friend. Your empty pockets tell you that you ain't got no friend. Your babies are crying louder now, it's a pounding on your brain. Your babies are crying louder now, it's a pounding on your brain. Your wife screams of stabbing you like the dirty driving rain. Your grass is turning black, there's no water in your well. Your grass is turning black, there's no water in your well. You spent your last long dollar on seven shotgun shells. Way out in the wilderness, a cold coyote calls. Way out in the wilderness, a cold coyote calls. Your eyes fix on a shotgun that's hanging on the wall. Your brain is a bleeding and your legs can't seem to stand. Your brain is a bleeding and your legs can't seem to stand. Your eyes fix on a shotgun that you're holding in your hand. There's seven breezes blowing all around the cabin door. There's seven breezes blowing all around the cabin door. Seven shots ring out like the ocean's pounding roar. 
There's seven people dead on a South Dakota farm There's seven people dead on a South Dakota farm Somewhere in the distance there's seven new people born That was Bob Dylan, Ballad of Hollis Brown, from the album The Times They Are Change and Put It in 1964 by Columbia. Jeffrey Lee Pierce of the Gun Club said that was one of the saddest songs, or darkest songs, one of them that was ever written. And yeah, I have to agree with him on that. I played a version by Shell Price a few weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago, something like that. I prefer his version of it. It's a bit more concise, but Bob Dylan wrote it, and yeah, he's still still pretty good to listen to. Uh, what else? Porter Wagner before that $100 funeral. That's what happens after financial hardship. From the Cold Hard Facts of Life, put up 1967 by RCA. Then it was Bill Hayes, Poor White Trash. It's from, I guess it's, yeah, it's the title song. The, the opening song, whatever. From a movie of the same name. Uh, and it was put out on a single by American National Films as well. George Jones, before that, These Days I Barely Get By, from a 1974 epic single. Then it was Julie Grant, Every Day I Have to Cry, from a 1963 pie single. Ronnie Haig before that, Money is a Thing of the Past, from the 1958 Note single, and started it with good old Dick Nolan of Newfoundland, like myself, and I probably always say that, because there's not very many people you can say that about who put out good music. Um, yeah, Dick Nolan, Run and Bills, from his album Moving Out, came out in 1966 by, by means of the ARC Records label. Okay, I got a whole set of songs here I'm going to play next to bring us up to the end of the show. So I'll pop back on and let you know what it all is. And then that'll be that. Next up is Cluzant. Drops is the name of the song. They self-released the EP it's found on in 2019. And I'm a dummy. I don't know how to even pronounce this. I think it's Roman numerals, M-M-X-I-X. So that's probably however you do Roman numerals for 2019. I don't know. I'm not that sharp, unfortunately, but here's the song. It's good.
non Et que tu me regardes à ta façon hmm. J'oublie ce que les copains me disent bien souvent Que tu n'es pas fidèle et même que tu mens Que tu mens Je sais qu'un jour nous nous, 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 nous quitterons Mais pour le moment nous nous aimons tes baisers n'ont pas encore de goût de l'adieu Et si c'est vrai, j'aime mieux fermer les yeux Si tu mens Tout ce qu'ils me disent ne me touche pas Quand je suis dans tes bras Je crois ce que tu dis quand tu me fais les yeux doux Ils disent que tu joues avec mon cœur Mais pour le moment je n'ai aucune envie De te demander si tu m'as menti Si tu lui quarterback will not play in the Peach Bowl because of a family issue. 
Death in the Family is the rumor talks. Ah, uh, certainly is. You gotta love that, though, huh?
means you're too loving daddy ain't coming back Cause I'm moving on, I'll soon be gone You were flying too high up on my little old sky So I'm moving on That big loud whistle as it blew and blew Said hello to the Southland We're coming to you when we're moving on Oh hear my song You had the laugh on me So I've set you free and I'm moving on In Tennessee, keep moving me on, keep rolling on. So shovel the coal, let this rattle roll, and keep moving me on. Mr. Engineer, take that throttle in hand. This rattle is the fastest in the southern land. Keep moving me on, keep rolling on. You're gonna ease my mind, put me there on time, and keep rolling on. You just wouldn't listen to pain in no mind Now I'm moving on I'm rolling on You've broken your vow and it's all over now So I'm moving on You switched your engine Now I ain't got time for a trifling woman on my main line Cause I'm moving on You done your daddy wrong I warned you twice Now you can settle the price Cause I'm moving on But someday, baby, when you've had your play, you're gonna want your daddy, but your daddy will say, keep moving on, you stayed away too long, I'm through with you, too bad you're blue, keep moving on. Yeah, that was Hank Snow, I'm moving on, and I'm going to say something really corny, and that is, I got to move on too, it's the end of the show, so I'm going to try and do this really quickly. Uh, That came out in 1958 through RCA Victor on an album, actually no, it wasn't an album, it's a four song EP actually, which is kind of unusual, to be put out in the US on a 7 inch, but anyhow, uh, yeah. There was that, there was Lassie, the song was Groupie, uh, taken from Audio Cassette, Wet Head Cleaner, put out in 2019 as a self-released item. Uh, then there was Ali Hassan, Mao Juina, from a single put out by Phillies in 1962. Also her privacy issues, Delete, from a self-titled release from 2020. Julian Hills, before that, Two Men's from another four-song, seven-inch EP. Avec Trois is the name of that one. It came out in 1963 by means of Barclay and started at Cluzot Drops from their self-released 2019 EP. And I'm going to play one more song. It's ridiculous. Ted Powers, Are You 
now or have you ever been in love with me where he makes the connection between asking somebody that and putting them on trial for uh, like the communist witch hunt thing that they had in the 50s in the United States it's one of those song poems that somebody paid money to have turned into music and then this was the result I don't know when this came out I don't think it matters too much it could have came out two weeks ago and it probably still sound like this uh, so yeah thanks for being here I'll be back next week I really will and uh, yeah I'll post the replay on good old aww shortly see you later That you've been doing dirty deeds upon the slide. I hear you've been passing secrets like some dirty spy. I'd ask my friend Jay Edgar if he was still alive to have you investigated by the FBI. If I were him, I'd ask one question In the third degree Are you now, or have you ever been In love with me? You make me feel like Joe McCarthy Grilling communists I had to ask you Sneaking around with So I put you On the stand Like Nixon Did to his But you had Something to hide And so you Played the fair Well let me ask you One more time And after this We'll see Are you now Or have you ever been in love with me You leave me broken hearted Like Nixon in 74 When those nasty liberals Showed him the door But just like Nixon I'll be back to give you some more I may have lost the battle but I'll not lose the war Okay, this is your final chance To tell me how you please Are you now or have you ever been In love with me Are you now or have you ever been in love with me Look after yourself, as they always say, because no one else will. Let us get the fuck out of here. Be seeing you. And you.